welcome everybody. Wait a minute. What? I didn't say the thing yet. Are you Come on. Are you doing it? No. <laughs> Whoa, Chris, please. <laughs> Coming in very hot. Um, welcome. This is Nerds Geeks in the Kitchen Sink. Uh, <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, DK. That's Chris, it, your yeah, host. Yeah, it should be Nerds Geeks and then dumpster, dumpster Fire. Well, you can't Today. even say it. <laughs> dumpster. Dumpster uh, Fire. Dump Stop Believing. Yeah. Uh, we have a guest with us today, a very, very fine guest. Um, with a with a very fine show of their own, we have Bones from Five Day Rentals. How are you doing, Bones? Doing great. How are you, DK? Oh man, Chris. <laughs> uh, well, I'm I'm sorry that my alphaness and my beauty disrupted your video feed. <laughs> well, I just figured that I would be the voice of God today. So I thought you said your alphaness. 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 Like, yeah. You eating cats over there? Well, I mean. I mean, yeah. In a way. Okay. In a way. Yeah. All right. I, I get it. You know, I, I get it. Okay. There's a hand right. up my ass, DK, if that's what you're getting at. That's really what I was wondering. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I'm glad you've answered that for me. Uh, how the hell are, is everyone? What's been going on? Chris? Yes. Uh, you're having some technical issues. So I you am won't be appearing some... on the video. No. Uh, wh- wh- what's been going on? Honestly, not much. Uh, watching some movies, watching, actually reading some comics. Hey, uh, me too. I brought something to talk about. Awesome, awesome. I got a couple ones, and I've obviously I can't show, but uh, <laughs> do tell. Yeah, I've got a couple. Um, I've actually gone back to a storyline that started in twenty twenty one. Uh, the Dark Knight of Steel. Mm-hmm. The Dark Knights of Steel. Yeah. So it ran for about a year. I thought How it was that. It it was different. I mean, it it's kind of puts a whole medieval spin on the DC universe. Right. And Which uh, could be a lot of fun. I can ha- see that. Had some really good uh, artwork. Um, story was okay, but uh, the artwork was uh significantly better than the story. Probably, but mm, okay, but not bad. I mean, it's, it's it's better than some of the other DC stuff that's come out. What characters yeah. are prominent in it? Uh, Bat the 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 Holy Trinity. Okay, Sir so, Bat of Man. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, um, Harley Quinn is in it. Ro- uh, one of the Robins are in it. Nightwing is in it. You know, the usual suspects. But I mean, it really focuses on. The Batman almost focuses more on the Batman Superman dynamic, because at this point Batman is almost like a. I don't know what you would call it in like the the medieval European, but almost a Ronin. Batman is yeah. Okay, he's like a wandering warrior. Wandering knight, yeah. Yeah. What's the Alfred situation? Is he like a friar tuck? It's like, just still Alfred. And that's it's exactly yeah, the no, same. Yeah, yeah, it's just Alfred. He just has more fancy clothes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, that's that makes the most sense to me. Yeah. Although I do like the idea of him being a friar. That's yeah, really fun. That would have been yeah. That would have been I thought way better. But just with that weird like middle shaved shaved portion. Yeah. What about Commissioner Gordon? Could be a friar. Well, he would obviously be a sheriff. No, it'd be funnier if he was a, a, a friar. Like Kenny Rogers, yeah, like Kenny Rogers, <laughs> the the, the well known. He's a chicken magnet. He's a chicken magnet. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, 
But, I, you guys. <laughs> well, I've been reading a comic book too, Chris. Uh, what that? And I'm, I've really, really enjoyed it. I don't, can you see? You can see the video, right? I can see. Yeah, I'm fine. It's this. Oh. It's called Ghost Rider Unchained. Nice. It started in 2022. Okay. And uh, this collects the first five issues. There's been, I think there's going to be 12 or 13 total, or 14 maybe. I don't know exactly how many in the run. But um, so it's gone much further than this already. Yeah. And it ends on a cliffhanger, which bummed me out. But I will tell you this. This is Back to Basics Ghost Rider. It is Johnny Blaze dealing with Johnny Blaze during the day, Ghost Rider at night. And uh, no way it should be. It, it, it's certainly the classic formula yeah. for sure, and uh, but the way he gets, it's it's a little. Some of the stuff is a little unclear, and like some of the writing, I, I don't know if maybe because I'm missing some context from whatever was before this, or or I don't. Maybe it's just that I don't know which exact universe this takes place in, because there are some things that you like. You wonder from the beginning, like has he been Ghost Rider before, or right. is he just now become Ghost Rider? Is it, it? It almost seems like an origin story, but then it's like later you find out that it's not. Okay. A little bit, a couple confusing things like that aside. He goes on this cross country adventure, basically, of basically it's a tour of horrors of the of the U.S. the shadow country, right? Gotcha. And it is he's just basically going across and finding these evils that have been in the shadows and come out of the shadows because the spirit of vengeance had been uh, dormant for so right. long. Bible Belt? Um, he, well, he's involved there. There's Okay, and some of it feels weirdly like uh, Sandman-esque. Okay. So, like, one of my favorite points in the story was, I think the second or third, I think it was the third issue, he stops to stay at this hotel as he's sort of trying to figure out what to do. And, like, at night, the writer will cause havoc and do things. And it will be days. Like, he'll be the writer for days sometimes. And then he'll just, like, wake up in a dumpster and be like, what happened? What do I do? And the, and the ghostwriter will have left him, like, hints and clues. Like, hey, go here. Do this. Talk to this person. Do this thing. Uh, make sure you're at this place on this day. Hmm. And, um, but he goes to stay at this hotel. And he checks in and he's like, hey, I don't, I gotta, I'll be honest with you. I don't have any money to pay for my room. Can I stay on and work and do some jobs around here just to pay for my room while I get back on my feet? And the guy, is, the guy who runs the hotel is like, sure, yeah, that'd be great. We could really use some help. And then you find out that this dude has like secret tunnels behind all the rooms. It's like built into a like a, like a cliff, not a cliff, what do you call it? Like a hillside. Uh-huh. And so in the back, there's like these mine shafts and there's two one-way mirrors and he can see into every room. And he's doing something with the people who stay in the rooms, and he's—it's not good. And uh, so, Ghost Rider unleashes some unholy fury. It's really good. Is it ever it, good? It's never is, good. Is it ever good? You're to right. Have tunnels. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good point. I mean, you know, a psycho. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, the point is, it's—it is cool to see him go back and like just do little ghostwritery stories and he's not driving around the universe or whatever being the right. herald of galactus or whatever he's doing in nowadays um i like that stuff but this is this is the ghostwriter i want to see he's like gets the shit kicked out of him when he be, when he turns into the writer 
his 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 flesh melts off. His, Johnny Blaze burns to alive every time and feels it, and it's horrible. And he's it's man, it's really cool. And there's some really great panels of like his face just melting away as he screams, and the skull underneath is emerging. It's really good. Um, the last thing I'll mention about it was that the last issue, I I had to go back and reread it like three times because I'm like. What am I missing here? There's something that I'm missing. Because the last thing you see, and like, I, I guess this is technically a spoiler, but this might make people want to read it. There's this massive, like, motorcycle race. And Chris, tell me if you know anything about this, because I'm not familiar with this in Marvel at all. Okay. So, like, if this is already a thing and I just don't remember, correct me. But there's this massive motorcycle race. In this one town, it's called like Hell's Backbone or something like that. I, I'm sure I have that wrong, but it's something along those lines. Yeah. And um, basically, it's supposedly the, the place on the earth where the veil between hell and earth is the thinnest. Yeah, that's and something totally new. I had never heard it. Yeah. But I, it's fun. I like it. But um, again, kind of Sandman-esque. But um, the whole thing is like there's this motorcycle race. And if you win the race, you get an audience with Satan himself. Hmm. And he'll he'll grant you something. But and so I thought, oh, that's really fun. It's cool. And it would make sense that like Johnny Blaze would be in that race. But then as he as he's rolling into town, you start to see in the background absolute characters that you recognize. And so like in one of the in one of the panels, I'm like, wait, hang on. Is that Doctor Doom? What? Is that Wolverine? What's going on? Blade is there. Dracula is there. Tons and tons. Multiple men. So many characters that you know are involved in this motorcycle race. Yeah, that's something completely... It's insane. It is... And at first I'm like, this is... What? But the more I think about it, the more absolute, just stupid fun that it is. Right. And uh, he does this motorcycle race. And Logan is there. And Logan helps him. um, And his, his head splits open and this demon comes out of his brain. It's fun. I recommend it for sure. Now, I do know, and I'm curious if this will lead into it, and that was something else that I was going to talk about, that in August, they're starting a crossover event with Wolverine. Well, that, maybe so. And that's it's Ghost Rider Wolverine Weapons of Vengeance. Wow. Well, sign so, me up for that. I mean... Well, speaking of crossover, when DK said Devil's Backbone... Or Hell's Backbone. I got excited and thought you were gonna tell me it was a airborne crossover, that rollerblading oh. movie from the '90s. And then oh, yeah. I got <laughs> no. I got really excited. Let me just—I don't know if you can see this. If you're watching us on YouTube, you'll be able to see. Can you see that panel? Yeah, Rhino. Blade right next to Dracula. <laughs> Rhino. Okay. Rhino. Yeah, yes. Rhino and Nick man, Fury and and Man Thing. Yes. So okay. at first, I was mad. I'm like, this is so stupid. Why would they have then, to do this? Is that like but, a steampunk Iron Man in the back? Uh, let's see. Oh, absolutely. I think so, yes. <laughs> Moon Knight is there. Daredevil is there. That would be a lot of fun trying to match up what their motorcycles would be, right? Yeah. Like, and it looks like they did that, too. Okay. So it looks like they designed every single one. But just seeing Dracula next to Blade on motorcycles. 
I can imagine so, as they're riding, just Blaine just throws a silver stake on the side. You know, the first thing like that John happens. Wick. Is, yep, the first thing that happens is they do a sword fight on those motorcycles. <laughs> Seems like a missed opportunity for like a racing game tie-in. Oh yeah. You know what? So Bring I played the, the old Ghost Rider. I played the Ghost Rider Game Boy Advance port of the tie-in video game for the Ghost Rider film from 2007 or 8 or whatever year. The, the Nick Cage one. Yeah. It's the Game Boy Advance port. And level one is like platforming. Level two, motorcycle races in hell <laughs> as Ghost Rider. Yeah. I mean, I mean this it's really a- fun. Yeah. The game sucks, but it you know, was this really whole concept fun. could be a mashup of like Mario Kart meets Ghost Rider. And then she can pick. I would yeah, love Marvel, Kart. Marvel Kart. Marvel Kart. <laughs> but don't make it. Uh, don't make it look no, like Mario no, no, Kart, no. like cute little characters. Like make it. Make it twisted extremely metal. realistic. Twisted metal. I want to see limbs yeah. ripped. Twisted off. metal is yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, that would rule. Oh yeah. I would play that. And, like, some characters maybe, like, Iron Man can just fly around and be Iron Man. Like, he doesn't even need a vehicle. He's Hulkbuster or well, something. Well, no, he would, he would have something almost like a Tron bike. Then his armor would be, you know. Yeah, I guess. That's not as fun. I want it to just be Iron Man. Well, his power-up like, would need to be, like, he blends with the bike he, yeah. and he shoots he can send off, right? turbo. He, he yeah. can do oh, that for cool. a yeah. burst, and then yeah. he's back down, you know. And That would be cool. Hulk can drive through walls right. and kind of cheat. He doesn't have to follow. Are you are you listening, game developers? Royalties, baby. Yeah, that they can have that for yeah. free. I just want to play it. Yeah, I want to play it. I want to play it. Um, they just re-released, I think this month on PlayStation Plus, Star Wars. Is it called Star Wars Demolition? Mm-mm. Did you ever play that? It was because at at a certain time in the nineties, Twisted Metal was the game for about two years or something and so there were all these twisted metal knockoff games that came out vigilante 8 um is one of them that was actually fun um there's a few more but the one the one i remember the most was the star wars one it's called star wars demolition and you get to it's like twisted metal but star wars uh and you can play as like boba fett or darth vader and you're on your vehicles flying around destroying each other but like on the ground it was really fun and I think they just added that. Like, so if you have PlayStation Plus, I believe it's. I'll have to look at that because I've got it. So when's that uh, Twisted Metal series coming out? I Chris? have not heard anything on it because I know because isn't it um, uh, Mackie is in it? Yeah, is this year? Is he Axel? I think so. I think that's who he is. Axel Power. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard so any good. kind of definite for- date on it. So. I forget which number Twisted Metal it was, but the I'll end, be able to tell you. the end screen where it's just that creepy photo of Calypso, and you get the crawl of Two, like yeah, terrified me, terrified Definitely. me. His fa- yeah, right. I loved it, and it was it was very comic book esque. Yeah. Those drawings, man. I did, and I would. It was one of those things where I would sit there and play the game over and over just to see, just like Tekken or something, just to see the intro video and then the end video, just to see what the story is. We were so easy to please back then. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. But the, well, uh, the games were genuinely yeah, harder. Oh, yeah, though. absolutely. So a, oh, a, a game would would last you much much longer I mean, than they how do long now. without finding out on the you know on you know blogs and stuff like that. 
that you had to move the damn memory card from one slot to the other on Metal Gear Solid. Oh, yeah. Or like that the the codec number for Meryl was on the actual physical game case and nowhere in the game. You had to look on the game case. So if you rented the game, you were out of luck. You, You would have no way to know. There was an NES game called Deja Vu, which was like a point-and-click detective story. Mm-hmm. I did not beat it until the internet when I printed out the walkthrough and had my buddy yep. read it off because I just needed to get to the end. I could not think. I could not yeah. figure out the situation. And now you can YouTube it and watch somebody beat right. it in five minutes. And I, I that know. makes me so mad. I yeah. watch those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those were different times, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, Has anybody beat a, Sunset Riders? Oh, God, no. I never have. <laughs> I, I, no, I never have. Of course not. I did beat Battletoads and Double Dragons. So that's the Battletoad right. game that I finished. So that's a badge of honor for me. But uh, never Battletoads won. Yeah. Heavens no. No one has. It's <laughs> never going to happen. Mm-mm. Well, that's the best... Uh, go ahead, Chris. What's well? What's do you, do you can you think of like what like the hardest game you ever? Oh my beat? god! Um, hardest game I ever beat. I know, like a lot of people nowadays would say something like an Elden Ring or like yeah, those, those Souls I mean, games. Those yeah. are those are pretty damn hard. Um, yeah. God, talk about back in the day. I mean, I was um, God. Which which Final Fantasy was it? Um, the the one with Cloud. Yeah. Seven. That had the uh, Knights of the Round Table and everything. Is that the one? Uh, is that in nine? I thought that was in nine. No, I think in seven. The Knights. Oh, or am I? I'm confusing that night oh, guy yeah, who's yeah, in yeah. number nine. What's his name? I, I, either way, yes. Uh, those games across yes. multiple discs, not right. knowing where to go, like particularly if yeah. you didn't have a strategy guide. Yeah, and I, I, I don't think I've ever bought a strategy guide. <laughs> I've always kind of done it, you know, by the seat of my pants. And that game, legitimately, your final boss literally took almost half an hour of straight gameplay to beat. Yep. That's a good one. It's a classic. Shit. Pones, what about you? I think there was a... I think it was called Tiger Healy. Oh my god, I remember that. It was a yeah. yes. NES game. On NES, yeah. Yes, and I think that was... That was a few weekends with me and my father when he was back on de- from deployment. Mm-hmm. and Because it was like you had a, a helicopter that shot like a V pattern and then like a Jeep that had a launcher or something. And mm-hmm. that was damn near impossible on your own, and that took us several weekends to get through. That was back cool in the so. day where you left the NES on yeah. and you just put on. it behind the TV. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I had a friend who left his N64 on for like a month and a half or something while he was trying to beat something. Yeah. Oh, those were the good days. Like you said, it was easier to please. Now... Like I, I play five minutes of something, and I'm like, nah, I'm not committed to this. This isn't it. I downloaded yeah. Back for Blood and started to watch the video of like the little tutorial, and it was like, use cards and go on this. And I was like, I'm not, I'm nope. not committing yeah. to this. I'm not. Yep. I just let me go back to Marvel Snap. 
If you want, oh, well, first of all, yes. Uh, if you want a good game that's like that, World War Z is actually a great game. Okay. It it basically is like, what if we've modernized Left 4 Dead? And if you get the, it's called Aftermath, the Aftermath version, you get first or third person view. It's four players, co-op. You get you get these campaigns that are a lot like Left 4 Dead or even Back 4 Blood, but they're much more simple. It's the kind of thing where you can hang out with your buds and go through the level. And there are, it's cool because the levels are a lot more linear. But the trade-off is that you can have scripted things happen. And so there are these really cool times when, and, and it's in the World War Z universe. So like you'll be downtown New York and see literal thousands of zombies running down the street and coming towards you and you have to eliminate them as a team while defending one particular thing it's not just like kill everyone and move on there are little goals that you have where it's like you have a hub area then it's like go find this go find that and then bring it back you have to work together to do these things but none of it is too complicated you can level your guns up you can level your characters up but you all you do it all in regular old school menus when, when you're done in the game. You don't have to do anything in the game. You just kill, yeah. Run and kill, and uh, it's it's pretty fun. Oh, We've yeah. been playing that actually recently. I like it a lot better than Back for Blood. Okay, for sure. And if you want to play, <laughs> yes, I'm pointing. I'll ding you. Ding me, please. Mm. Well, um, well, yeah, Chris. I thought there was something else you well, wanted to I, chat about. I've what was beat that? Midnight Suns. So oh, awesome! Um, I mean, once you beat it, you're just basically just scaling up all your, you know, all your characters. Hmm. But uh, is there a new uh, game plus? There is on the twenty sixth. It is a Deadpool DLC coming. I saw that. Um, I saw that. Yeah, there's a new game plus. It's kind of a middle of the road thing. Like all your stats stay up, but like you have to build your mm-hmm. cards back up. So and okay. build, you know, like all of the hunter stats build up, and your friendships. Um, you have to build them back up and everything else. No, you don't get to keep your friendships. That's a bummer. Yeah, that is. But a bummer. I mean. And, and and then you have to build your deck back up. But the one thing I like about this, this is more strategy than just a, you know, say a Final Fantasy. Because one, you have, you know, a limited amount of cards to play per character. Mm-hmm. And then you can also use the environment. And you have to, like, kind of coincide your attacks with the environment that you can use off of those. And there are some levels that... Unless I use the environment correctly, there was no way I was getting past. So, right. I know this cool. year they have four DLCs and four new characters coming in. So, Deadpool, Storm, Venom, and I can't remember the last oh. one. Some right. good choices. So, for and then they're going to add story and and the characters when they drop the DLCs. So, you'll get new levels. Cool. But I've been looking forward to that for a while. Yeah, I just haven't had time. I've had too many other things to play. Are they pre-scripted levels, or do they adapt? Like, if you do go through again, does it change? Uh, um, What's the term I'm looking for? Where it roguelike? I mean, yeah, it, it does have a little AI to it. So, like the next time you would go through like a same level, 
one, it may have a few of the different, because it kind of random, um, basically, there's Hydra, and then, like, the demon spawn, so they may do a combination differently per level, or per battle. So you might be facing right. different enemies, or, or like different, and they'll other do, different yeah, environments. And they'll use different here. strategies if you play the same one over again. Okay. But uh, yeah, That's cool. it's, it's I like it a lot. So right now, I think I think what I'll do is just kind of randomly go in. The fact that I'm beating it now, uh, I am playing the new new game plus, so I'm going back through it again. But I've kept my old one, so I'm kind of doing both at the same time. So when the DLC drops, mm. I'll go to the old. I mean, yeah. Right. So it makes sense. Uh, yeah, and that comes uh, out this month? next weekend. Oh, cool. Very cool. Something else comes out this... What comes out this next week? Uh, Someone read my mind. Is there a movie that comes out this week? Quickly. Okay. I can't, I can't remember. I did watch a film last night, if you yes. guys would like to talk about this. Uh, I finally got around to The Menu. I liked it a lot. Yes, I did. Same. You did? Okay. I didn't. I didn't hate it. Um, I just feel like maybe I didn't get it. It, it was very heady, uh, kind of. I just was it though. I don't. I don't or, know. I just. Or felt should like... I say it has almost a pretentiousness to the story itself, which kind of lends to the yes. atmosphere of the actual movie. It's I get that's kind of meta at that, that point. I get that that's the part yeah, of the yeah. joke, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, because the like the chef character is a complete tool. Uh, the I don't know the guy she's with worships this dude, but he's a tool. I I I don't know. <laughs> I, there was one line that made me laugh extremely hard when Ray Fine says something along the lines of like, "You were the reason why." art has been drained from the world or something like that that made me right. laugh so hard because it was over something so dumb that was like i said to my wife i'm like that's like a lebowski level line but this movie has one of them and lebowski right. has 40 of them i uh i don't know can someone exp can you explain it like maybe i just didn't get it I mean, it's it, it it's a take on critique, right? And yeah. and each each diner is representative of some level that would suck the fun or the yeah the purpose out of particular art. Mm -hmm. So, I think because I went in not really expecting much, and it was to me it was like the right balance of kind of heady. It wasn't up right. its own ass. Like it was making a. a, a a joke on yeah. itself. Yeah. yeah. And I got that, I think. Yeah. And I will say this, one of the things I appreciated about it thinking about it was the representation of of the diners was not too cringy for me. Where it could have been much worse for like the the dude Brody stockbrokers. It could have been could way have been over a the really top. Yeah, thing. it wasn't. Yeah, mm. and I thought they balanced it really well. Um I don't know. I thought it played in a way where it was it was just satisfying enough. It hit the right beats to sort of keep me engaged. And okay. the 
reveal, without going too much, the reveal of one particular character sort of brought everything back around, like her. Because I kept wondering, what is his fascination with her specifically other than Mm -hmm. she's not supposed to be there? Right. And her being a sacrificial lamb from the other character, without going too far, and her just... uh, ability to identify the bullshitness in all of it i it made me appreciate finds his character a little bit more not sympathetic mm. but right. enough to say get, like you know, yeah. oh he truly he's he's a man of yeah. his word at least like he's it if if he doesn't allow her to do what she does then he's somehow right. i think that last scene dynamic kind of played well with that and i think they kind of solidified I, that Kind of, you know, the the duality between her and him. Yeah, and I, I, yeah. I recognize I'm not quite answering like why you should get it, DK. I mean, I because I, I, I mean I I get the things yeah. you're saying. Like I I did pick up on those things. I guess it just didn't. Um, I didn't find it that to be that funny. Really, there were funny moments, sure, and some good performances. But like I, I don't know. Like I thought. I was expecting more horror, I guess. And there's it's basically yeah. light on horror, yeah. mostly. Um, I thought there was going to be more payoff to like the all oh, the information on the tortillas, but then it was just nothing, right? I mean, really, it didn't amount to anything. Well, I think it, I was, was saying like, I think at that point with the tortilla thing, it just kind of clues, clues you, you in completely of what's going on. You know, kind of. Almost the the sins of the diners to come, but that's not the point. But that's what I'm saying, though. It's the point isn't. Oh, it's not a jigsaw. No, I'm, I'm punishing you for your sins. It it's not that. So then, why? I didn't understand why, because he's he's not punishing them for their sins. He's not. He's well. He's yes just, and no. He's he's almost punishing them. I, I mean, for I guess he, archetype. And and the the what he sees is wrong with the kind of almost the you know the elites of what tears down art and doesn't make it enjoyable anymore. So okay. I think you know because each of them kind of represent a different aspect of what an artist could be, you know, up against. But up then against. why make that point? But why make that point? And then the guy making that point is a crazy person. Well, I think in his mind, he's kind of purging all that. It's his way to purge that. I just didn't, I didn't get the point. And I I didn't get like, why is no one doing anything? There are probably knives everywhere. No one wants to just get up. Well, that was actually, there's a door. I was going to say, he calls that out. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Why didn't they do that? That's, that just seems like a way that the writing is like, well, you know, people realistically would maybe try to get out. But if we have this character say, why didn't you try to get out? That means it's viable, but I didn't buy it. But yeah. Okay. I was just going to say, if you've ever been to one of those high, you know, society restaurants that do those kind of things, the people almost, well, no, the meal wise (laughs) and not like, not the, the couple of meal, you know, Anyway, you have to watch it to understand that part. Yeah. <laughs> the mess. Um, you know, they're there, and they're. it's almost like, 
how do I put this? I'm trying. I'm trying to like think of exactly how I want to say this, but um, they're there for the pretension, even though it, it's completely, mm-hmm. you know, nonsensical. Some of these things that they're they're there right. for the status and, and the and the pretentiousness of it, and yeah. that's and that's I get why that part they of it. don't. I, do. I just because it's a status thing. I just felt like it would. I, yeah, I but, but I don't know. I don't know. Like the stock guys, they wouldn't. I, they just wanted to get out of there. And the, like the lady tells him to sit down, and he just sits down. I think I don't know. That was representative of their their false Bravado, yeah balls. Yeah, like mm, the, the, okay. that. They're pushed. They think they can push back. They threaten to say, "Hey, do you know who we work for?" And all it yeah. takes is this very terrifying woman to say, "Just sit down," and right. they sit down. I mean, yeah. Uh, to me, it wasn't uh, as much of a, "Hey, I'm punishing you guys." And Chris said, like, the archetypes. It was more about, yeah. "I am. I'm justifying why you have been picked as a yeah. part of this piece. Mm-hmm. For this piece to work, I need types." Or I need people of these types, and okay. these are sort of the reasons why you are here for this piece to sort of right. come together. And okay, and your are—it's not an argument. I do believe it was a light on the horror. I was expecting a lot more comedy, yeah, and, and felt that it it didn't quite deliver on that. But no. it was intriguing enough for me to to stay along with it. And, and I watched the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. same. Um, and again, like, I just, I don't want to say that I hated it. I just felt like I didn't really, maybe I just didn't care about the point it was trying to make, or I don't know what it was, but it just did not land with me in the slightest. Yeah. Totally fair. I think more than the fact that this movie wasn't, you know, it it rode that line of not being, having some horror elements, but not being a horror, having some comedic elements, but not being comedic. But what it does is get you talking yeah. in a conversation, and I think that's the whole aspect of the movie. Yeah. All the movie wins, then, because look I, at what we're doing, man. Yeah, man. Fuck them. <laughs> but I think that that was the whole uh, aspect of the movie itself and the ideas. That's fair. I I can't I mean, argue and, with any of that. Let's be honest. And, in, in other things, how many times have we said... What the hell are some of these people doing with movies, with comic books? With it's like, you know, you're you're having some of these kind of archetypal, you know, criticisms that are taking away from, you know, the art itself, no matter what it is. And I think, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and we've I had think this that's kind of a. This is kind of a description on that, and it's just using okay. food. Yeah, I mean, if nothing else. It made me want a cheeseburger real bad. Damn, oh, that thing God, looked damn, awesome. Hell yes. I went and made one the next day. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I'm i going to have to today, I think. I mean, it, it yeah. really looked good. <laughs> I thought that was okay. a beautiful scene. I can't sit here and, and berate you for oh, not no. getting it when we're about to talk about a movie in a moment that I certainly didn't get. So Right. Okay. Well, do we want to move on? Chris, do you have anything else no, before we get to make No, there was just like a couple of things. Um, there's a couple of movies that... Um, are coming up soon. Just real fast. Uh, three things. One, when we were talking okay. about comic books and stuff, the best thing DC does is animation. And they've got a new Batman coming out. 
the doom that comes to Gotham. It's another supernatural with, uh, it's got Batman and Entrican, the demon. So, um, that one's coming out. Um, and then there's two (laughs) church related horror movies. Um, the, the Pope's exorcist. That's got Russell Crowe. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. I'm into it. From what I get from his Twitter, like shot on location, like he, his Twitter, he was having a a blast filming this thing because he was out doing the the Roman holiday on scooters and photo shoots at fountains and shit. So, I I mean, I love Crowe, so. It, yeah, it's enough to maybe get me interested. And, and then there's okay, uh, yeah, same one that's from Shutter Productions. It's coming out in theaters February 18th. Uh, it's the Consecration. It's got uh, Jenna Malone and uh, Danny Houston in it. Oh, so, I like Danny Houston. Yeah, of creepy. So this this is yeah. well, the it's X-Men. this girl that comes in investigating some of these happenings at a uh, a nunnery. And it's it, yeah. It's where well, they milk the nuns, right? Maybe for <laughs> blood. No, no one's yeah. So, yeah. It's so sad how they keep the nuns pregnant, yeah. so they keep producing. Yeah. Oh God, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, listeners. But anyway, yeah. Different show. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> but anyway, uh, no, and I mean, it kind of. Has a little bit of like you know the Codrians, the Nun, to it, but mm-hmm. this looks far more creepy. I suggest you guys watch the trailer for it. Okay, uh, if it's no, on Shutter, I'm gonna watch it theater, regardless. But it's from Shutter. It's one of yeah. Oh okay, in six February months I'll watch 18th, it regardless. Yeah. <laughs> Up your alley, DK. I saw the Evil Dead Rise. Oh yeah, trailer. Yes. On the big screen. Yes. I gotta ask you guys, when are we mm-hmm. gonna when are we gonna stop with the um demonic girl in the weird gymnastics poses? It's, I've it's, felt this for a long time. It's, yeah. It's I'm lost its that. zeal, I think. That was the only part of the trailer that I wasn't wasn't too keen on. Visually 100%. I thought it looked incredible. I was like Same. Um I agree with you. Yeah. Uh Linda Blair did it. And uh, that's where it could have stopped. Well, I think it just plays on that trope uh, of that unnatural, you know, distortion of the human movement. And, you know, it's talked about a lot yeah. in actual, you know, supposed exorcisms. So I think it's just it's just one of those mm-hmm. mainstay tropes now. So it is it is it does seem like a trope where it's like you, you kind of have to have it. But I, I I agree. I wish it hadn't been in there. Um. The Raimis have a different form of it. They don't, but they don't really do that either. They they'll have they'll have someone going, yeah, like, yeah, you know. <laughs> but it's like almost yeah. like a Legosi thing. Uh, it's not so much a distorted classic, for, yeah. You know, satanically possessed person or yeah. whatever that is. Did um, did you guys watch Community? Yeah. Have, I've seen. I've it. So obviously, season four is the gas leak here. <laughs> when Ryan's not around. And Mm -hmm. one of the things like visually that triggers me to think about how awful season four is, is they do a thing where Annie is dressed like the ring girl. Oh yeah. And, and they do the little, they do the little like quick walk thing. 
And so whenever I see that, it just reminds me of like that terrible year of, of course of my favorite show ever. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. I do get that. Yeah, I'm I'm ready for that trope to be over. But that aside, I think Evil Dead Rise is going to be a lot of fun. I have my cheese grater ready. Uh, I'm very excited about this film. Uh, I liked Lee Cronin's last movie, The Hole in the Ground. So I think he's... He wouldn't have been my first choice to do an Evil Dead. But uh, from all all things I've seen, it it does look like it's going to be fine. Does this connect to the other reboot? Because I never saw that one. It doesn't seem like... You haven't? It's really good. I got Thunder in Paradise to watch, buddy. Hey, buddy. I mean, I'm with you there. Uh, man, would you please watch the Evil Dead remake? Okay. <laughs> it's really, really good. Okay. We can talk about it on here. Hey, if we want to cover the Evil Dead Rise, you can come back and we can talk yep. about the remake and Rise. Do a double feature? Yeah. If you're interested. I w- I'm, uh, I'm going to block my schedule out so I can come back for Penguin. Would yes. you please? So I can just gush yeah. over that for... Yes. Right, there's no way that's no. going to suck. There's no, no, I agree. There's no way it's going to suck. Speaking really of Colin Farrell. That's, yeah. Isn't it crazy? Wait, okay. Oh, shut up. Let me talk. The, what if, we'll get it what out is this world talk. that we live in? <laughs> shut up, Chris. What if, what is this world that we live in where the thing, the DC property I'm looking forward to absolutely the most is a penguin Because TV the show. actor that portrayed him was the best one on screen. I can't wait. And I can't wait. The DC hit rate for shows seems to be better than movies. I mean, yeah, for sure. I loved um, Peacemaker, Guns. Uh, yeah, I loved that. That was. I waited till that built up and then just. I was saying I binged it once. Uh-huh. Once that final episode dropped, I binged that one. Even the Harley Quinn cartoon, I enjoy. Um. Oh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. That seems mm-hmm. odd. What what visually about that seems different? I get that it's been some time, but um, something the about trailer that trailer for the third one. Yeah, the trailer yeah. and that has it, it's giving me a different vibe. I I would say that it's likely what he wanted all along, but okay. they just they've been iterating and iterating to kind get, of gun swan song for Marvel. Can you call a Guardians of the Galaxy film a swan song? I mean, we're supposed to have some... I, I mean, <laughs> honestly, we're supposed to have some main character deaths in this, so... Yes, yeah. Drax, I have a penis. <laughs> now, can you enlighten me in in the actual text of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? Do they have... The holy text. Do they have, you know, switch outs, oh, yeah. tag outs? Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. At okay. one point, so, uh, Peter Quill wasn't the head of the Guardians. Actually, Kenny Pride was for a while, and they mm-hmm. were they were married oh, okay. at one point. I think wasn't. Uh, damn, Beast. Or well, I think yeah, Beast was I mean, in there for a while. Switched yeah. out. Yeah. Hank McCoy. Hank, yeah. Hank. Hank the Tank. Uh, yeah, there's been several kind of switch outs. We got to get Kelsey Grammer. Oh, he was he Let's was the best one. Let's I get mean, him. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he's, I think he's the best one yeah. we've seen on screen. Sure. Well, that's what I mean. Well, yeah, I, agree I mean, with that. Yeah. there's only been what three. There's who was it in the X Men First Class? He, that was uh, Nick from uh, what's was his it, name? Was it, yeah, Nicholas Holt. Holt. Yeah, 
Yeah, from yeah. from the menu. Uh, Turning out to be an in, incredible character yeah. actor, man. Like, he's in Renfield as well. Yeah, Universal's got a hell of a year yeah. coming up, man. Renfield. Um, I mean, Megan's making him some money. Cocaine Bear. That just looks funny as uh-huh. hell. Somebody's taking yeah. some chances over there. I I was a little bit let down by that Renfield trailer. I have to say, same. But my expectation for what that movie was is it does not line up at all yeah. what it actually is. So once I once I reckon with that, maybe I'll be able to enjoy the movie. But it just is not at all what I was expecting. And you guys talked last episode about the the action choreography. Yeah, and like. Mm-hmm. That's that stuff's got to die off too. No, I don't want that. In yeah, there at all. and I, yeah, and I honestly, for for Renfield, I think Nicholas Holt is too pretty. I, I want him a little more wormy. Oh, he's so good looking. I want him a little more. They that, could for have, that character, I want him a little more squirmy and wormy. I don't know if the the actor's wrong. I think maybe just the way they're the way they're presenting him to you is wrong. I think he could do the little the kind of grosser Renfield, the squirmy guy. Who eats bugs and yeah. kills people or whatever? Should have been McLovin. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I, I I don't really disagree with you. Like he could do it. He could. He could really be good. I thought he was all right. As uh, was it Red Mist? Was, was that it, his? It was Red character's something. Name yeah. in Kick Ass. I thought it was no, Pink, it was Red. Pink Mist. It was Red, Red Mist. Mist. Yeah. I guess it would have been Red. Yeah. Pink Mist is a gunship <laughs> song. Maybe I don't know. I gotta go to bed. Uh, okay. Let's talk Megan. Um, I guess let's just go around and do initial thoughts. Chris, I mean, what, I kind of talked about it last basic time. Thoughts? Yeah, we're going to spoil gonna, the hell out of it. We're going to drop some spoilers. Yeah. I thought it was a fun, just popcorn, light horror movie. Had some comedy mm-hmm. to it. Had a little bit of horror. Wasn't over the top gory. Just a just an old school kind of fun nonsensical horror movie. Chunky meets American Girl doll. Yeah. Yeah. Bones? Your rebuttal? Uh I I'll echo a lot of that. I think it's sadly getting built up a little bit too much. And Ooh. I think that that was my problem going in. I was expecting way too much and was That's what I felt about the menu. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, okay. And sadly, I think I was let down. Um, I got some other details that we'll we'll go into, but I would call it uh, dumb, fun, but dumb. Now Ultimately. I'll be curious how it coming out uh, are when that version comes out. How that'll make a difference, if it will make a difference, because there's yeah. there's an R version that is coming out, whether it's streaming or if they re-release it. Okay. Let me talk about that for a second. Um, I recently watched a movie on Netflix called The Invitation, I believe it is. Yeah. Um, and it's a vampire movie where it's rated PG-13 and it's just like they have all these ideas about some interesting right. vampire things, but you don't ever see any of the violence. That You see hardly any of the blood. The sexuality is essentially gone. And... It seems like it really needed those things for it to make for it to right. for it to work for me, and 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 but but by that same token, when I see Megan, like I didn't, I don't feel like no. I needed those things. Like 
I think an R-rated version of Megan for me would be unnecessary. Uh, I know on the R version, it's just a little more violence. I know at one point, mm-hmm. there's one scene that you see some of the kill, but this one, there's a lot more to it. You know, the elevator okay. scene. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to guess, um, yeah. With the invitation, um, there is a director's cut that has a lot more of what you're talking about right. was missing. And that's what I was saying. So, like, That's right. why I brought that one up in particular, because it's like, why didn't that one, why wasn't that just yeah. the version that came out? Um, stupid studios. Um, but no, I, I, I liked Megan quite a bit. Um, uh, and this is the thing I always end up saying, I think, but like, I took Zora to see it. It was her first horror right. film in the theater. And she had a blast. And I had fun getting to see her like witness the tropes and the things for the first time. So like for her, it was extra powerful. And that the fun of that just, it did color my experience a little bit. The movie itself, like objectively, yeah, it's a little light on the gore or whatever. Maybe there's not a lot of substance to it really, but I, because I had such a good time, like it gets a definite thumbs up. Like we'll be in the theater. for I I think it's a good starter horror film. You know what I mean? It's almost mm. that uh, Happy Death Day kind of... Right. Which I really liked the first one. Yeah. Absolutely. No, we, we had a really good time, though. And, uh, you know, some of it... Like, I did feel like it was... It, it, it knew what it was doing. Like, when she, when she breaks into song yeah. randomly, I was laughing. I mean, it was... It was touching, but also I will never hilarious. hear Titanium the same way again. <laughs> Even before oh, that, yeah, uh, yeah. when during the um, demonstration, when she when she sings the song, I was like, "This is like the ultimate version of like the little girl's dream, right? F- toy thing. Like it's it's like when you see the commercial and the kids are playing with it." And, and you want to do that exact thing, and you, it'll, you think it will be that awesome, and then you get the toy, and right. it's never like that. But in this, it's like, that is it. That's exactly it. Uh, and they're, it seems like they're playing with that a little bit. And I I just I bought right into it right away. So uh, f- for me, that aspect of it just completely worked. And I'll have, I have to say this, too. The aspect of me having Zora with me, and she's 10, they had those commercials at the beginning Fermies, for those yeah. fake those toys those 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 dolls that right. shit themselves or whatever. Perfect and or Zora, something yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. And Zora, like, I'm I could tell on. she was like, <laughs> she was thinking like, yeah. is that real? Can we get that? Like, yeah. is this a commercial? And so that added to the fun of like, it was like for her, but also totally twisting that yeah. exact thing around. It, it, it like served both masters in that situation. I I I thought that was right. I thought it was great, um, and and the dancing and stuff like it didn't seem. I, I was I was on board for right. the ridiculous. It didn't it didn't seem out of place really to me. Like it's it, it lined right up. Like that doll learned everything from the girl, and like you see the girl dancing earlier, and it just makes sense that the doll right. would, you know, it, I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. So. Um, I, Again, I would not recommend it as the hardcore oh, horror film not. of the year. Obviously, no. it's not that. It's not that. But the the fun, scary moments were fun and light enough that they, you know, they weren't a big deal. It was fine for her to watch, 
and just we we just we would consider that a fun afternoon at the movies and we had a great time i think it just spread too wide a net f- mm. for me and it didn't hit any particular point well enough like sure. i felt a little up my own ass when people in the theater were laughing because I went it was a relatively stacked house and any sort of reveal to her I don't know if we're in spoilerish territory but yeah we can okay so when they would cut at the uh, at the school outing and they cut to her like sitting with the stuffed animals with all the stuffed stuffed animals and stuff that got a huge laugh and I was like that's cute and then the the cop makes a joke about the kid dying and says, I'm sorry, I shouldn't laugh about that. That to me was like the funniest thing and it fell flat. Um, I don't know. I think the, a big problem of the movie for me was like, all I kept thinking was Asimov. Like the, the logic of the design and all of the logic of their decision-making, like they're supposed to be these incredibly smart uh, robotics engineers and they make every Emergency. wrong decision yeah, right out of possible the yes. and and, <laughs> yes. and that just goes back to me being like so critical from the offset and a lot of the dialogue initially is just so like when dude comes in and drops the box and she's like is that what I think it is I was <laughs> yeah. like okay I know what this fucking yeah. movie is like yeah. I, I get it I want to talk about the Asimov thing um, because I did feel that too in the theater I'm like why would they like? Why would this even be an option for this kid's toy? But as it went, and they didn't address it at all, I was like, "Oh, right." I don't have to think about that. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I would like they didn't. No, they, they really they didn't. didn't they, they didn't address it at all. It didn't come up, and so I was just like, "Oh, you know, I kind of appreciate that we didn't. I didn't have to deal with these characters grappling with like, should we have all that stuff? It's just like, no, we did it, and and we're just get right. to watch the fun results." Well, there were Um, a few times where she's like in diagnostics and she's doing stuff and Gemma is even like, shit, I didn't didn't have time to program her thing of like not connecting to the internet or whatever. And I know that that's the script's way of sort of bridging the gap and explaining it for you. But why is she made out of titanium? Why does she need to? I get like being robust, but she could be built out of you know, some sort of printed 3d material and still right. be able to like, oh, yeah, it's, it, and if that's the, the joke, I'm sorry that I'm not getting it, but it, yeah, if I, <laughs> if she had thrown like Megan's AI and Bruce, which, Hey, there should be yeah. way more Bruce. Uh, like I could under, I could maybe understand like she's trying to fix it real quick. And then maybe she's saying like, all right, he's, she's made out of titanium, but the next one will be made out of right. some polycarbonate. Right. This is yeah. our prototype. Choke that, you. Yeah. 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 I mean, the exactly. AI part of it, I was thinking, and it, this was never addressed. This was like something that she had developed for Bruce. And she just kind of threw it in because of time constraints. Mm-hmm. That, that was yeah. kind of, right. yeah, she'd been working on it for years. For Bruce. But never implemented it into him, yeah, you know. I, I believe that you know, was it. The never thing. addressed mm-hmm. that at all. But I was thinking maybe that's what they were trying you just to jump to that conclusion. So yeah, it was their way. And then you of know, for the that fact gap, that like maybe she was working before she actually made the Megan herself with the titanium, she was making a smaller Bruce. 
as yeah. soon as Bruce yeah. appeared on the screen, I was like, Bruce is going to Oh, I know, I know. I that can't was, wait that to see so it. awesome. But... <laughs> I, I leaned over to my wife, and I was like, I can't wait to yeah. see those robots fight. <laughs> I thought that, but my initial... I. I thought that initially, and then went, no, they're going to have Megan control. And for, Bruce. you know, that was another thing. Like, I also thought and that. I too. was like, yeah. that would even be cooler. I thought, like, after she's fucked up, she yeah. hacks into Bruce, and then Bruce yeah. is just busting yeah. through the house. Yeah. But absolutely. I agree. Yeah, that would have been a, right. another fun way to go. Uh, man. Yeah. No, I, I, I think I completely understand your right. complaints. Um, I, I, I get it. I do. Um, it, it really helped me that that Zora yeah. got to come, yeah. and we talked about it for a week in this house. I mean, no longer, and uh, just it, it's just been the thing. And like Zora will walk up to me and put her palm out and be like, "Go with me." <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it, it's, yeah. it, we just we loved it. We had a, we had a fun time. It's I I'm willing to forgive a lot of the things that yeah. you yeah. said. Just, just because the experience was good, and I did laugh in the theater, and I had a good time, but I was just like, I was so ready to be into it that I, it was easy for me yeah. to forget about those other things. But then, like weirdly, when I think about the menu again, it's like, well, why couldn't I get into that? I wanted to. It, I don't know. It's weird. It's funny that we had almost the exact opposite yeah. on, on on these. Uh, don't get me wrong. Generally, I love that that budget level of film yeah. is out. And right. people are going and seeing it. I mean, I had this a few years ago with Upgrade oh, yeah. when it came yeah. out. I was like, this Dude. is fucking awesome that this is in a theater. I wish people would go see it. Like, That's this the is- Venom movie yes. we should have gotten. Yeah. That's Venom. I mean, that it's – god damn it. Let that guy do a Venom movie yeah. and let it be rated R. <laughs> well, and then yeah. – I also loved Invisible Man. Well, talking same, about, same you know, small budget and getting big money, you know, we've talked about it long ago, but Terrifier too. I mean – I feel like we've talked about I know. it every episode. Yeah, since well, it released. You know, talking about <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, l- literally made like no. 500 times the amount of money in that. You know, for such mm-hmm. a twisted it's cool to see that kind of thing horror happening. movie to make that much of a profit margin. It's yeah. happening again. It's happening again right now with this Skinnamarink. And I don't know what that movie is. <laughs> Skinnamarink is basically I, the long wanna, version of the videotape to bring, uh, you know, from the ring. <laughs> yeah, but I I watched the trailer, and I was like, yeah, this could work for me. Like, I could get into this. I think. What do you guys think about that? I mean, have yeah, you guys seen I've the trailer? Seen the trailer. What do you think? Yeah. No, I I've, keep seeing people on people on Twitter keep posting. This is the scariest part of Skinnamarink, and it's like that little toy yeah. phone with the face on it. I want to see that. I'm I'm definitely intrigued. See, that's how I felt about Plane. I was like, yeah. this is fucking right. It's this a movie is, called this Plane. Is made for me. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree though. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. I'm sorry that we kept you from Plane to see Megan. No, no. I'm glad I, I. I mean, it was it was ultimately the Alamo who didn't have it. I yeah. was kind of let down. Yeah. So it's their fault. Was blame the Alamo when I went in. <laughs> forget the Alamo. Am I right? <laughs> When I went in, the showing was at 7.45. I walked in about 7.30, and I looked on, and they had Once Upon a Time in Hollywood at 8.30. Oh. And I was like, could I just bullshit my way through Megan? <laughs> in my, like, in a review? Could I just watch that instead? And like, Yeah, I'd yeah. go to see that in the theater again. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It was a great time. That was one of my first Alamo experiences. We were on a road trip when that movie came out, and we saw it in... Uh, oh, Lincoln, okay. 
Nebraska. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, that, I mean, that payoff at the end, my wife was so fucking tense, like squeezing my hand, <laughs> like what is going to yeah. happen? What is going to happen? And I was like, just yeah. wait, just wait. I remember getting antsy like three quarters of the way through, like where's the Tarantino violence yeah. at? What's, oh, there yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> All at once. Uh, yeah, I loved it. I had a great time. I also saw it in quite a, a, a nice theater. It was one of those higher-end AMC ones that has those, uh, I almost said robot chairs. You know the robot chairs? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are they called? The, those nice red ones. Yeah. I don't know. The Dream Lounger? Uh, like yeah. recliner? They're, they're awesome. And, you know, it was they serve you booze, and uh, it was They actually really played it at the Dolby cinema and Edwardsville the Domi theater I mm, went to that I one go, I went to the one I went to the one on uh in Springfield uh the one by Red Lobster what is that is that um I know what, what road about. is that no it doesn't matter no. our listeners don't care but I feel like I need to remember this Dirksen Dirksen it's on yeah. Dirksen I think yeah Dirksen well no that was a good movie to see the, uh, a, a positive mm-hmm. on Megan though I will say I did appreciate i would say half of like of the kills in terms of uh originality yeah. like oh, yeah. i thought the ear looked great <laughs> oh yes and, it did and the just the very subtle red mist and the shoe on the road yeah. yep looked pretty the good woman in the, the right. woman in the garage yeah. was really fun but yeah my uh I'm such a loser because the power washer comes on and I was like, she would have heard that. The <laughs> yeah. motor would have been on already. <laughs> you know, it's like any sort of nail gun in a movie too. I'm like, there's a safety. You can't right. do that. Like, do but you, it, it, it was really remind. Oh, go ahead. No, please, please. It, it, it reminded me, I was getting these weird vibes of the virtually unknown <laughs> Wes Craven film. Oh Deadly my God. Friend. I thought about I that too. It. Yes, absolutely. Did you too? Yeah. Yes. The basketball she the scene. Basketball yeah. and smashes her head. <laughs> so good. I was thinking, like, is Megan about to do a deadly friend? And it, there were some yeah. similarities there mm-hmm. in general. Uh, so it's it's the, that robot yeah, the coming alive and killing people. Aggression from the robot. Yeah. Yeah. The dog and just made, throwing Megan oh. around looked right. incredible as well. And yeah. then it biting the girl's arm i think was the was the only jump like scare, genuine yeah. jump i had yeah because mm-hmm. it literally was kind of out yeah. of nowhere you, you know yeah yeah it worked yeah that did work i think it was a well-made movie i i can see where i can see those faults that you're pointing at for sure um but i, I think at the end of the day maybe even on a rewatch i'll uh be able to appreciate it even more for just like what it does do. Can I, you know what I mean? Can I ask you guys a question being yeah. fathers? Yeah. I'm, I don't have a child. I don't know if I ever will, but I'm learning that I'm getting just beyond agitated at children in movies. And I'm wondering if you can, can you key me in? Like, was her reaction like legit for a girl of that age? Like, how frustrating she was? Like, I was telling my wife after when she asked about it, I was like, I, if I think about my top 10 movies, I don't think there's children in any of them. Yeah. And I know I get that, where you're coming at. Yeah. Um, like when she's in the back of the car and just freaking out and going from calm to like kicking the chair 
Yep. Like, how legit that's, that's was real. that? Uh, uh, it's real for I mean, me. Okay. I can't Still say that, that that's, you know, for me. But I think, I think a lot of times in Hollywood, it's their perception of everything all over is just the mentality of of that area it seems like i mean i, I don't know you know there's yeah. that there's a specific hollywood mentality where if it comes to kids adults just the way that that the whole kind of environment lens and i don't think they get a lot of and i haven't seen too many like kids outside of that I mean, look at every time, you know, look at the way that, I mean, as lame as it is, the Twilight movies. There's not many high school kids that act like that. Mind you, they were all in their 20s and 30s. <laughs> but I mean, right. you know, anything that you see, a lot of that is just, I, I honestly think it's a, it's a Hollywood mentality of their bubble. And that's what they write mm. from, a lot of these people write from. I've seen a lot more of in foreign films, better depictions of kids and, and their attitudes and mentalities than I have, honestly, in the majority of of Hollywood stuff. Hmm. Well, I would, uh, I guess, disagree a little bit because I've Zora definitely does that sometimes. She, uh, you know, it, if she doesn't get her way, sometimes it just it bubbles over and she doesn't know how to control it. And so you will get crying because you said you can't have a candy bar or you will get kick in the back of the seat because we drove past McDonald's, you know, that kind of stuff. It's like not all the time, but yeah. it does happen occasionally. Right. So if you're trying to show a heightened version of that, I think the depiction in Megan's pretty spot on, at least from what I have dealt with for sure. And I did want to key that up as a positive to the movie because like this, the switch of her you know, her parents give her 30 minutes a day of right. screen time. And Gemma's yep. like, I don't give a shit. And that's sort of like the kick of, like the kick of the whole thing. Like it's ultimately a story about our reliance on a phone that is infinite information yep. and right. like is much better. Like who wouldn't want to just be on an iPad instead of listening to your parents all day. So I, I would yep. give it that, but it's just, I'm trying to think of another example. But when I think about like man on fire, what is it about Dakota Fanning in that that is not frustrating? That mm. is that seems very real or a Steven Spielberg portrayal yeah. of a child. Yeah. You know, it's uh, Last Action Hero. I think is a great right. kid in a movie, but uh, very recently, it uh, Violent Night had that same I thing. Been able to the, see it's it on yet, streaming it. now for free. So yeah, I really yeah. want to wait yeah. for free. What? Uh, Who has it? Is it Peacock? Paramount Plus, one of them. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna have to. Yeah. We'll talk about that next time because I. Yeah. I got. I, I think I just the Hollywood trope. It's like almost like what what DK was saying. I think they've just like turned it to eleven. You know the the, the mm -hmm. small amount of incidences, but they've just turned it to eleven. Because you know I think yeah. there's a significant amount of these writers and and stuff that don't have kids where they see stuff outside and and be like oh well yeah well i in mean yards. just in public and they're like okay kids are you know that's the way they are I, all the time i would have to disagree with you i don't think it, i don't think it could possibly be that because like the scene when she comes to the home 
for the first time. And the first thing she does is go for those toys on the shelf. Zora would absolutely do that. And she would be pissed when you're like, no, no, those aren't to play with. Those are, those are just to look at. It, it, that's so well, real yeah, to and me. I'm not saying that it's not. Absolutely. I'm saying that they're just cranking that up. Because not all kids would do that. I mean, in all hmm. honesty, you know, I'm just No, saying, that's true. Some kids, if they would listen, <laughs> god damn it, uh, they, they would just go, oh, okay, no big deal. But they don't, they don't always do that. They're hard to control, well, these animals. I was quite forgiving to her in that yeah. scene, though. I thought Gemma was the one yeah. that was kind of being a bitch about it and, and it's supposed yeah. to be played that way yeah. just and like she's making megan to d- deal with this grief and, and uh, give her that connection that she needs instead of just right. being there herself mm-hmm. i mean i think that's kind of the whole thing um you're right you, you read that 100 percent. i think the way they intended I, and i know i'm coming at it from uh and a male in his 30s who has who didn't have to deal with that sort of trauma when it was a, a teen so when I watch it stuff in, in movies now, I just get so frustrated at like the logic and thought process. And I just have to remove myself and say, I didn't have that trauma. So what is that? Mm-hmm. So I was interested to see you both having daughters, like if, if that was relatable or like you said, Chris, like it's just cranked up to 11, yeah. ultimately mm-hmm. just to serve, serve the story. Yeah. If it would it have worked if she was more subdued? Uh, I don't know. Well, then I think she would have come across not quite as exciting or maybe relatable for whatever reason. Yeah. yeah I think you're, yeah. I think that's what it is. I, I think it is the yeah. crank to 11 thing. Well, and you know, also DK's daughter is a little younger than mine. So it's been a while since I've had to mm-hmm. deal with any of that. You know, mine has got a year left before college. So <sighs> yeah, that's <laughs> the heavy sigh. <laughs> and also, you know, I wasn't 10 with an right. iPad. None of us were. Where yeah. like the the generation now no. is is I mean, I know I'm very frustrated if I'm trying to just check the comments on Reddit and my wife is asking me a question. It's like I yeah. I want to do this instead, but you know, I can only imagine when your brain is now for wired 24/7 that yeah. way. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is too like for example, I I think as we speak Zora is in the front room playing PlayStation. If I walk in there and say, hey, could you get up and, I don't know, get ready for lunch? Could you turn that off for a while? Sometime, not every time. She's pretty well behaved, mostly. But sometimes she'll be so engaged and locked in to what she's doing on the TV that it becomes, to her, the end of the world. If I turn this TV off, it's all over. Like I have to freak out. There's no other response I could give other than, but I'm in the middle of something. Oh, my God, I'm playing Minecraft. You know, whatever the thing is. Uh, so yeah, again, I can, I can totally oh, yeah. buy it. I mean, like, like I said, with mine, she's a little older and we were also never one, one of those that would let her just, you know, to calm her down, we didn't just throw a phone or throw an iPad to her. So, right, right. you know, it was, you don't knock the shit off. We're going to make a trip to the bathroom. <laughs> Wait, what for? Wait, what? What are you saying? You know what I'm talking about. Oh, no. Soap in the mouth? No, what? I don't know what you... And I've never had to touch... I, I've Why do you ne- have to do it in the bathroom? It's, obviously, you've never had that... Oh, you yes. mean like when you're in public? Yes. You mean when you're in public? No, I thought you when no, you were no, at no, home. No. I was like, what are you talking about? Okay, and, yes, and, I understand that. And I, that all happened to me many times. I've never no, okay. had to do it once to either one of my kids. So... 
No, I've never had to do that with Zora. Although I have, we did just leave Walmart once and just left the cart there. Dude, such a good like power move, dad move. She couldn't believe it. She was shocked. She's like, what you, what? she could not believe it. And she, yeah. she straightened up. Yeah. It was amazing. So yeah. I recommend that one for sure. Yeah. They don't think you'll do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, but you'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, parenting is hard. Yeah. Good luck, guys. That's really what we're here for. <laughs> Good luck. Yes. <laughs> yes, this summer we're making several road trips to school. So, yeah. Um, do you know where she's going to go? No, well, you no, don't no. I mean, literally, we've got like six schools to visit. So. Oh, okay. St. Louis U is one, so one lo- cool. one semi-close. And then the next closest mm-hmm. is um, in Nashville. That's too far <laughs> oh, away. Oh, believe me, Mo, uh, like Bobby is hating that right now. I also don't really like Nashville. Last time I was there, I had a terrible well, time. Maybe you had no me. power Maybe at the hotel. The- you had a shitty roommate. <laughs> the toilet? <laughs> the toilet was clogged yeah. with vomit. <laughs> That kind of has a tendency to turn somebody off. On, so bad. That's yeah. chunky. That it's got to be yeah. chunky then. It was not good. Uh, alcohol and anyway. Soda. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to get that you way. out of the 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 father emotional discussion <laughs> that Megan led yeah. to. Remembering yeah. a terrible time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Nashville. Well, is there anything more about <laughs> Megan that we feel? should be discussed. No, I just think it was a fun movie. I don't think as much hype as it's getting, it's quite to that quality. But it's got some... Yeah, no, not absolutely. Go what, see it. Exactly. It's, it's a fun, you know, not super gory horror movie. I find it to be a lot better than the oh, Child's yeah. Play remake. Absolutely. I'll tell you that. Yeah. It cruises. I mean, it's 100 minutes, Yeah, I think, it's maybe. quick. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, it moves... I was yeah. a little upset that there wasn't like a twenty-minute trial, <laughs> and Gemma ending up in in jail. Quite honestly, like it, it ending with yeah. the cops showing up, I thought family, was kind of unsatisfactory. Some family court like, issues going yeah. on. Yeah. Yes, this woman's quite yeah. responsible for what four murders. So yeah, a hundred percent. Yes. Maybe they'll pin maybe, it on. Maybe the, that'll be the beginning the sequel, of yeah, the same beginning number two. Isn't I, I mean Child's Play two doesn't it open up with the mom being in a psych ward? Yeah, like doesn't that's she, the psych ward one? Yeah, yeah. yeah so maybe that's yeah. maybe that's what it is. Because if it, I like the idea that Megan is just so attached to the little girl that she follows her to, to yeah. Florida, you know, through the internet or something like. Yes, a and lot I was of, also thinking for the sequel, there could be a lot of Terminator yeah. style fun. Maybe Megan has been upgraded and I, I was almost thinking a little Ultron aspect of it that she downloaded herself and can go anywhere on the web. Yeah, well, I think that's what happened. Right. Yeah. That's why she's sh- in the she's in the assistant. But I was going to say like there could be like OG Megan versus like <laughs> the the. I don't know the new version of I don't Ma- think like, there's you know, much uh, liquid metal versus oh. Schwarzenegger basically. <laughs> I, I think 100% uh, you're right because the dude stole the Yeah, I was the, saying right in the uh, middle of it. The information. Yeah, downloaded that. And that Megan is the, yeah. is Megan. Like, that is her whole thing. So it would be paired with yeah. the girl. Right. So, so it, it just, maybe that Megan just shows up in the yeah. night sometime. Yeah. So, and it's a, 
the competitor mass produces something that's like a knockoff, and then she somehow works her way into getting right. into one of those. Yes. And, and then it's in a factory, and she just mass downloads herself <laughs> at one point. Oh, I thought you were going to say she falls into molten lava and gives a thumbs up on the way. Oh, you want to see her in yeah. all of them. I was thinking, oh, I th- oh you got to save that. Yeah. The army of Megan. you got to save that yeah. for the climax, though. I want to see her turn on in a family like Night of Christmas. New girl gets like the new right. knockoff Megan, mm-hmm. and she's the very first one to like that AI Megan jumps into, kills the whole family, steals the station wagon. Yeah. And I, I want yes. credits over her driving down into right. Florida. And like yeah. cool pop music playing. Yep. When Megan stole that car. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do I want to see her in like a Miata convertible? Yeah. Yes. Big yeah. sunglasses. Sunglasses. Yeah. Yes, that really worked for me. Mm-hmm. When that, that whole little scene when the music started and she does her dance and oh man, I, that whole that whole bit was really that funny. or or make it like completely ridiculous, some big old like Hellcat that she's in. <laughs> Yeah. She could be in anything. No, I mean, like a big old muscle yeah. car, this little bitty girl with, like you said, the big old sunglasses. Oh, no. Oh, no, I thought no. you meant, like, she'd be downloaded into the, like, the smart Oh, brain no, no, of a, no, of a, no. Drive and talk about, like, the, the little sports car, but just okay. make it completely ridiculous. Okay. Hey, some big modern muscle that, car. That's kind of interesting to throw her, like, in a Tesla. Oh. Where the body's just sort of sitting in the seat, and she's yeah. she pairs herself with a Tesla and an auto drive oh my God. or something, yeah, or yeah. she she gets Bruce or something to drive a motorcycle, and she's in a sidecar. <laughs> just Bruce yeah. becomes like her henchman. Yeah, this is so fun, you guys. Yeah. This is fun. Okay, I well, want see, to see that. I, I think we can do, do a combination. Bones's idea that like you know the second one is. The first family that gets the the mass produced version, and she downloads herself, kills the family, takes the car, and she drives down to. But instead of driving to Florida first, she drives to the factory, and you know the family has a Tesla, and like runs into the factory, and then like at the end of the second one, on the on the production line, a bunch of them, yeah, they're all, they're making, all making, and they all like. And that's the yeah. A whole so batch the third of them one, you made. get this yeah. army of Megans. Okay, <laughs> you know I want to see that. Do Do you see a situation where Gemma warns, like, okay, she says, "All right, uh, what was the girl's name? Oh, was it Katie? Was it? Yeah, the little Katie, girl Katie. Yeah. It might be yeah. Katie. Yeah. So she tells, like, all right, yeah. you are going to go live with the grandparents in Florida. Does it need to be like an off grid situation where they're out in a cabin because they need to keep her away from? Like the grids, maybe so, you know, yeah. and maybe so, the only thing out there is a Bruce that right. like protects her. I think would be kind of <sighs> cool, you know. She's like living <laughs> this hippie lifestyle with the grandparents because they even mentioned that her dad's parents yeah. were kind of weird, like he was kind of a yeah. hippie. So I think that's successful. So they live in some yeah, kind of enclave that's sure. thrown back from this. Well, well thrown maybe not back that from weird. like the sixties, where it's pretty much just a bunch of hippies with no real like, technology. Yeah, commune. commune. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a commune. Hell yeah. It's like that Alien yeah. 3 that we never yeah. got, you know? I mean, or like the Alien 3 we did get. It could be Megan showing up at, at, at a weird, not quite cult situation, like at a yeah. commune. Yeah. Uh, that last Paranormal Activity movie where it's... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The haunting at the, the uh, yeah. Amish community. I thought that was a good idea. I just think execute, it didn't quite yeah. land. 
No, I wanted to like it, but I just it didn't no. quite get there for me. All right, we need Bloom. The concept itself is good. Bloom House has got to get us right? in the room, just just for a few days. Just for, just for a few days. So many things come we on, can guys. come up with. I mean, you know, we need to oh, make yeah. a round table of like hitting the studios. You know, like way back when we did the Star Wars ideas. Oh my God, the shows we came up with. Yeah, yeah. Sign me up. Sign up. Sign us all up. <laughs> So can I show you guys it. one thing since I'm yeah. since I'm on yep. Nerds Geeks and mm-hmm. I know you guys love these cards. So my grandfather was a huge card okay. collector. Hmm. Sports, NASCAR, everything. This is what he did when he retired from the Navy. And me being a, an early nerd, he would also collect stuff for me. So the last time I went home to see my parents, my mom pulled this book out for me. And I went through it the other day. I've got the entire collection of the young Indiana oh, Jones. Oh, no way. Oh, yes. So I'm not sure if I can pull one of these up for you. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, my God. So Dude. that whole collection. Such an underrated show. I like the show yeah. a lot, yeah. Um, let's see if you guys can remember this. Dude, yes. I was at the card shop Dinosaurs. in town and they had a bunch of those last week. Yeah. Uh, I saw some of those last week. Maybe the weirdest series finale <laughs> ever. We're all going to die. Yeah. Um I mean this is this is the Yeah. T-T. Oh, Terminator. Yeah. Oh, I don't have any of those. I'd love to have some of those. That's great. I love that Cameron gets his own card in here. Yeah. Wait, he of course he does. What an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Oh, I mean, this guy was like official. Like he would get the on the build a picture doubles. Yeah, so the if back. there was something yeah. in the back, and then you've got the yep. checklist. Nice. Oh yeah. So I I have a lot of love for this. A lot of respect for the way this man lived his life. Oh man! <laughs> and then this was a big one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I have the. I have a lot of those. I have. I may have that whole series. I'm interested to go through here, and then that's the last oh, of the. If you're listening to audio, yes. it's Batman. Cards. Yes, Turns. Batman Returns. So I was stoked. It just so it was like serendipitous that I found that this week, and you had me on. That's so cool. Yeah, what a nice thing to have. I number one, it's great because it's nerdy. But number two, it's obviously so cool that it was your grandfather's. Mm-hmm. That is the cooler. That is so neat. Um, that's awesome. Thanks for showing. Me. Cool. Boxes and boxes in I would say a room larger than where I'm sitting now. Just multiple shelves, everything marked. He had, uh, he would wear a vest every day, like a vest that he had uh, hand sewn, like custom, that had like specific pockets. He had a spoon that he ate with <laughs> wherever he went. He had a um, great little pad that would have like what he was looking for. So on Saturdays and Sundays, when he went to the other shops, he was like, I'm, I need this, 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 and this. And he would give them like, basically a receipt like find this for me and i'll come back next week and grab it the guy just took it super serious that's what i've been doing in my local place write this down guys i'm looking for skeleton warriors (laughs) (laughs) yeah man that's awesome that really is cool oh well thanks for showing that again i appreciate that those are awesome i thought if anybody would appreciate it Mm mm-hmm Absolutely. Might be time to rewatch that young Indiana Jones, particularly with the new one yeah. coming soon. 
Um, I've seen the whole show once or twice. Same. I could, I, but it's been so long. I I could definitely, I could definitely do another watch. But that's not streaming anywhere, is it? Mm, no, no way, not, not that I've seen. No. I'm sure we could find it. We need Thunder in Paradise to stream first. Yes. Let's talk about that before we go. Okay. Thank you. Uh, as of today, over on the Five Day Rentals podcast feed, you can get the first. Is is did you, are you just doing the first episode today? Like the the pilot? We did the movie? pilot, which is the first okay. two episodes okay. technically. Right. So it's the, yeah. Um, if you are like us, you're big fans of the show <laughs> Thunder in Paradise, starring. Terry Hulk Hogan, uh, <laughs> where he has a very special boat mm-hmm. and is uh, just delivering justice to people on the seas, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it's Knight Rider uh, meets Baywatch. It is. It is exactly that. So uh, their coverage of that starts today. I think you're not going to do it weekly, right? It's just going to be... Uh, We're going to shoot like for monthly. Okay. monthly. So at that, okay. at that rate, we should be done at the end of the year. Okay. So perfect. Oh, yeah. that is such a fun way to do it. Um, I cannot wait to listen to the first episode. I've got it downloaded. Um, man, I'm, I so can't wait to listen to this and, 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 and really re-experience every single episode. I did get those episodes. And, okay. You know, you might have a fun guest in the future that might be someone <laughs> in this room. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking yeah. forward to that very much. We and, also uh, might have a kick-ass theme. Oh, Oh yes, by somebody I did a room. little. I did a little music for it for you. I, it was a pleasure. It really was. So please, I, I'm begging you, people, to check out the Thunder in Paradise coverage. If you don't know Thunder in Paradise, you're in for a real oh, treat. Yeah. Yep, you really are. <laughs> we do have to take a few minutes at the top of the episode to kind of uh, lay the groundwork that we understand that uh, Hogan some things have come to light you know in the mm-hmm. last few years but we still this is pure nostalgia it's though. pure yeah. nostalgia you have to understand that in the 90s like the guy was literally a hulk in in entertainment so yeah and the yeah. i was blown away by the production value <laughs> on my rewatches i was like holy <laughs> shit so we'll see if that holds as the season progresses mm-hmm. but man we had i had a lot of fun with it i watched it two or three times and every time would go out and talk to my wife and say I am embarrassed how much I enjoyed that <laughs> yes like, they just don't no. make stuff like that anymore <laughs> no they really don't oh well that's really exciting so please uh, please uh, everyone check that out and um, we'll be back yep. in two weeks like always and um, but anything else anything else you want to plug bones or anything else no find, find me there um, we just did a cool uh crossover thing with uh george bessel whorehouse in philly join his patreon and check that out i was on um mm-hmm. a romantic movie podcast called it pod to be you okay yep. talking inception that was one of the most odd <laughs> but yet enjoyable like podcasting experiences i've had to actually right. talk it's on about my list good movie in a romantic yeah. way it was yeah it was cool manisha's a, a a fun guy i appreciate him having me on there so just trying That's to get awesome. out there, man. I love I love talking shit. We're, yep. we're always glad to have you. Right. Please come back. You and, say the uh, word, buddy. And, Ping, all right, penguin. you got it. Yep. Put it penguin. on the books. Penguin. Penguin on the books. Uh, 
you know, you can get us on Twitter, social media of all kinds, but, but, the, but the Discord is where it's at. I know Five Day Rentals also has a yep. fun Discord you can join. Uh, please, everyone, do those things. It's for me, too. So, thanks, guys. All right. Uh, yeah, that's it. All right. Goodbye. See, See you guys. next time.